Hello, I'm Rev David, and I live, work and play on Alderney, one of the Channel Islands. Thanks for joining me as I wander through life. I want to start this week by picking up on what I said last week about what Jesus said about the birds of the air and the lilies of the field. That whole notion about trying not to worry about what we have, or certainly about how much we have. And also about how from early on in his ministry, Jesus seems to have developed a rhythm of life that included prayer, journeying alongside and encountering people, and sharing food at an open table. Living here on Alderney, there's quite a relaxed attitude to time and timekeeping. People will agree to meet at, for example, 4pm and say to one another, four-ish. As a relative newcomer, I'm not sure about this. Are people really relaxed about it or is it just an excuse to be tardy? I think that it speaks to our desire not to be ruled by the clock, not to be slaves to time. And I can see the attraction of not being so busy that we're always on the clock or limited for time or having to keep an eye on whatever's coming up next. Many of the shops here are open in the mornings and closed in the afternoons. With such a small population to serve, there's no need for long opening hours. So you really can organise a rhythm of life that involves work in the morning and going to the beach in the afternoon. It reminds me of the story, or maybe it's a fable, of the tourist who's visiting a beautiful island and sees a fisherman sitting by his boat one afternoon looking out to sea and not doing very much. The tourist and fisherman get into passing the time of day and chatting a while. And the tourist suggests that if the fisherman fished in the afternoon as well as the morning, then he'd catch twice as many fish, make twice as much money, be able to afford a second boat and then possibly a third and soon have a fishing empire. And the fisherman asks the tourist, and then what would I do? And the tourist responds, well, you'd have time to sit on the beach and look out to sea whilst everyone else was working. This is, of course, all about having a work-life balance. And in addition, I think that one of the other things that comes with living here is that there's not very much stuff that you can just buy and take possession of immediately, on demand. Over and above the basic necessities of life, you have to order it from off-island and wait for it to be delivered. And even if you want is here, the shop may not be open. And that, um, that dichotomy between goods and services on demand, and you'll need to wait a while forces us to consider, do I really want it? Do I really need it? Can I make do with something else? It brings us back to something that all of us ask all of the time, but mostly at a subconscious level. Is it important or not? I think that also, I think that I also just need to be clear as well that I'm talking in quite general terms here. It's not all as I've described. There is, as there is in every community, a great variety. Think back to the coronavirus pandemic, 
while some people were furloughed and were not working while still being paid, other people were having to work harder than they'd ever worked before and for hardly any money. There's always quite a difference between those in full-time work and those who are not, whether that's because of retirement, unemployment or underemployment. Anyway, here's a thought. What if we take the notion of a work-life balance and instead think of a God-life balance? Is that something that's helpful or not? I suppose for me, the big question around this is, is God, is Christianity a lifestyle choice that we can opt in or out of? Or is it an essential, an imperative I'm currently taking part on a course all about prayer. It's on Zoom on a Thursday evening for a couple of hours each week for six weeks and I'm finding that it's offering me some interesting ideas. But I don't think that it's actually changing my behaviour. And that's because I'm learning about prayer but not actually praying. And for me this is a great danger when we come to apply it to our wider Christian lives. We learn about God, but we don't encounter God. I don't want to know about God. I want to know God. And of course the question then arises, how? And if I had a good answer to that, then I'd write a book and make my fortune. So rather than an answer, here's another question. How can we get to where our Christian living, Christian faith, God is simply embedded throughout our lives, rather than being something we do just on a Sunday morning. And why does this matter? Because it affects how we see the world, and how we live in the world, and how we relate to others. Whenever Jesus is asked what's the most important commandment, he replies with what basically boils down to just five words. Love God, love your neighbour. Five words to change the world. If only we just did it. So, this is a bit of a ramble, and we've travelled a long way from the birds of the air, the fishermen by the sea, and the shops that only open in the morning. But really, all I'm trying to say is that it's worth spending some time considering the balance of our own lives, what we do, how we live, and how much our faith informs that. If we can live to a pattern, to a rhythm that models itself on Jesus and works in our particular context, then that's surely a good thing. That's it for now. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time. If you've enjoyed this podcast and want to support it financially, then head on over to www.patreon.com and search for Rev David.